I can't help but listen to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Oh, all right, this Friday is all hell. Eight to ten. Hang we on, let me do it again. Fun time at Fantastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh on. Listen to live streaming radio, or download a podcast, and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio, or download a podcast, and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio, San Francisco Mutiny Radio, MutinyRadio.fm. Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm. Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm. District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco Mutiny Radio! San Francisco That's a lot of music. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Carl's calling us from beautiful New Jersey. How's New Jersey today? Rainy, 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 and beautiful. Ooh. Here in San Francisco, where we, uh, it's nice and not rainy. Great. Great. We're recording this live August 19th, 2018 at Mutiny Radio Studios. We live stream our podcast at 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Sundays through <laughs> mutinyradio.fm. <laughs> A little Howard Stern for you. Sorry about that. Uh, and uh, 
you can follow our podcast. I promise not to burp, but get a pencil ready. You ready? He invented he, that. Yeah, he did. Just unapologetically burping on the air. Right? I mean, like, that, that was him, so I feel bad. He invented everything, according to him. He invented burping the man. <laughs> right. The cult of uh, Howard Stern. Go to iTunes, follow our feed at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. And uh, that's our Twitter handle. That's our YouTube channel. Uh, we're on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. And it all links back to our blog spot called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. We watch a full-length movie. Uh, we would love for you to watch this movie with us, especially this movie. You can't watch this movie by yourself. And... Uh, watching the movie and listening to the podcast is the full experience. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and type in YouTube on our computer. Carl, what's the movie today? Sorry, I was on mute. We are going to watch Troma's War. Troma's War. T-R-O-M-A. It's actually the name of the company, the production company, Troma. And they made their own war. And is would this be on Troma Movies channel? Um... Uh, yeah, exactly right. Trauma movies. The first thing that comes up, really. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and click the link and then hit pause. Trauma's War. This movie is... T-R-O-M-A-S-W-A-R exclamation point. This is Two words. movie production house Trauma. If you'd like to know more about it, check out my brother's podcast, Adam Spiegelman, and his podcast Proudly Resents. He actually interviews Lloyd Kaufman, the co-director of this film, and the guy who runs Trauma Pictures. Uh, I'll give wow. you a great overview of the history of this. If you, you probably know about Trauma. Uh, and yeah. Let's start. So uh, we're going to hover over the play button, make sure everyone is uh, linked, ready to go, and we'll have the countdown. Carl? Wait, Adam, wait a second. Adam has interviewed this guy? Because I read a bunch of interviews of of him online. He seems really like he wants to talk and he's cool, you know. He wants to tell you exactly what went on, even if it's bad. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, not only did he interview Lloyd Kaufman, he had a live uh, podcast where he interviewed the cast of Class of 1984. Uh, uh-huh. And they talked about the sequel that just came out last a couple years ago. Uh, but uh, we all know that classic. So this one is, is uh, all in. It's an hour and 44 minutes. So uh, I have some news, Carl. It is long. I have some news. Yes. yes. Paul's on break this week. So there is no count. See, we should have recorded him. Yes. But you're... Finger hovering over that triangle. Okay, go Play ahead. And do you, go ahead. Carl's going to do his best. Paul Brumba, who okay. normally does our countdown for us. Uh, uh, go okay, ahead. get ready. Put your fingers hovering over that button. In three, two, one. Play. All right, here we go. Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hertz presents, and they co-directed this. Yes, they did co-direct it. They all start off with this, like, Cinemax Skyline, a trauma team release. Yeah, trauma team. Like, that's not their name, but... Well, I mean, they're, they're a... Talk about cult of personality. They kind of rely on their own references. Yeah. When do you hear of a production company putting their name in the title of movie? Marvel. It's very unique. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. No, but is it Marvel's Avengers? It's just the Avengers you know, but the Avengers, um, the Avengers was a TV show in England. So in England, it was called the Marvel's Avengers. Marvel Avengers. Oh, was it? Yeah. That's that's how they get around that. That's smart. 
Uh, what it else? It was an old, t- yeah, it was a spy show, right? Right, yeah, yeah, with Emma Peel. Uh, and it was a movie with uh, Ralph Finez and Uma Thurman. Terrible, terrible film. And that had a, um, appeal, uh, a lot of appeal, too. A lot of appeal. You know, bana- uh, monkeys love the Avengers because it's so much a, <laughs> a lot of appeal. They uh, eat appeal. Uh, well, uh, anyway, getting back to nothing. Uh, what That's other... why a monkey is not as smart as a human, like me, for instance, because he just eats the whole banana. It doesn't take off the feel. Right. Uh, duh. Um, well, humans are more appealing. So here we go. We have a plane crash. Uh, look yeah. at that. Hilarious is a toilet seat in the first scene. <laughs> yeah, that is, actually, I've noticed that too. That is, I don't know, it, it's foreshadowing. That's what this movie is. Anything to get your emotion going. Anything to shock you. Oh, yeah. Now, the sound is down, but she will have a come apart. She'll freak out. She's now, re- look, it's night all of a sudden. So is this a memory? The memory, well, uh, just there was a plane crash, and now it's night, right. and there's a, the plane crash is on fire. And then what? So we were seeing the next morning, right? Right. So this here. It's not clear. It's not clear because nothing is charred in the next morning. Now, a very unlikable character is about to show up. He's the priest. <clears throat> and his only credits are other trauma films. I think that's going to be the nature of everybody in this movie, right? Cor- you're correct. Or very close to correct, yes. There he is. That's Dan. Dan Snow. <sighs> yeah, their humor is all over the place. Do you, have you ever seen a trauma picture before? Uh, well, you know, there's Toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger, so, you that's your uh, national mascot of New Jersey, right? Our national mascot. <laughs> is it? I actually... He, there is the tagline was, the first superhero from New Jersey. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so you have Toxie, the Toxic Avenger. Uh, I've seen Surf Nazis Must Die. And let me tell you... The you title, have seen that. Yeah, it's really boring. Oh, um, well, they had three big hits, and this wasn't one of them. The Class of Newcomb High, Toxic Avenger, and then you just said Surf Nazis Must Die. That was their least. I guess Toxic Avenger is the only time I ever bumped into them younger. Yeah. Well, they have like eight now, movies. In fact, we're looking at the movie, logo. Their logo in the yeah. corner, their little bug, is a picture of Toxie. That little green monster on the video yeah. corner? Mm-hmm. That is the Toxic Avenger. You saw that film at the time, too, right? Ooh, boobs, right, in the, t- the director's title. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, with all trauma movies, I've seen maybe patches of it. I can't really, like... I don't remember it well, either. I just remember being shocked and being... You know, he pushes emotional buttons, and it's successful. Well, they they distributed a lot of movies throughout the decades, and there's some of them that are famous for its own parts it was Cannibal the musical the Trey Parker Matt Stone musical about uh, the Donner family and if you ever get yeah so hilarious if you ever get the DVD Troma always has like these two DVD box sets where it's like I'm Lloyd Kaufman and I'm walking around the streets of New York City talking about the time Matt Stone and Trey Parker approached me to produce a movie for them you know, it has all this extraneous making of mm-hmm. behind the scenes and bonus features. Like, they can't stop milking it. <laughs> By the way, we're meeting Taylor and Lydia right now. Okay. And uh, 
Taylor like sort of rescued her out of the water or something, and she's like, "You're looking at my boobs." Well, he covered you up know. her boobs. <laughs> well, he gave. Yeah, he did cover them up, right? We're looking at her her boobs right now. Well, she is right now being exploited. You see the side of her boob. I love it. Yeah. There's a little areola slip. This is it. Do you mind stop looking at my boobs? Okay, I'll turn away. The camera's like, I'll keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are up here, sir. Yeah, but the audience's eyes are over here. Yeah, right. All right, so here's two so other guys. Right? A comp- yeah. yeah. This guy's the main stewardess. You <laughs> That's what he is. They're exploiting his... Now I demand to see the pilot. Oh, you want right. to see the, the pilot? Right, this idiot's like, I want to get out of you here. You want to Later see the pilot? Fine. Pickup. Fine, great. Here. Here is your pilot. Dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> well, all right. I think we got a sense of this movie. Did you ever see uh, Miramax's War? Man, that was a good one. Uh, no. No? Is that a joke? I know Miramax is that company. Yeah, it was Shakespeare in Love versus uh, Life is Beautiful. It was really good. It took place in the, during the Holocaust. That was kind of tactless. This woman is like, I'm blind. Help, help, I'm blind. I'm blind, I'm blind, I'm blind. That's her only hook, and uh, she milks it. She's obviously she will not fall in mute. love with an ugly person. Oh, because she's, let me guess, blind? Right. <laughs> now, this is a band. They're called the Bearded Clams. Oh. He's bemoaning the fact that his guitar is dead. Oh, no. The bearded clams, huh? <laughs> no. And, oh, by the way, that was Kirkland who we met before. He's like a corporate douchebag. He's like an elitist businessman. He was in Wall Street, right? Oh, all as right. As tr- the movie, but as like a trader. I want, give me 16 on four, chefs. You know? Yeah. And he was in that movie, The Campaign, with Will Ferrell and Zach. Oh, Paul I saw, I saw that movie. Yeah, yeah. He was... But he was like one of the town councilmen. I hear what you're saying, and now you, you know, he's like, that's what he is. Nothing. This she's excited about the plane crash because they're out of Tomaville. That's where they. Oh, of course, Tomaville. Tomaville, Tomaville. Do not go to Tomaville. Not good things <laughs> won't happen if you go there. Not a good tourist okay. destination. <laughs> this old lady here. Her name, you know, she's Dottie. And I'll say. the guy needs stitches, right? So she's like, well, I'll just catch him up with the crochet needles or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's stitches. <sighs> he must have read the script and his sides burst. <laughs> Her name's Jessica Dubin, and she used to be in Spaghetti Westerns back in the day. And uh, what's his name? The director, he tells this story that she was walking in heels in the mud. Uh-huh. And he was like, please come here and help this 70-year-old woman. And she got very offended. And and she, like, he made up, I don't know, like, I meant to say something different, Dottie. I'm so sorry. And she goes, no, I'm only 69, you jerk. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. What's his name? Lloyd? Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, right, right. Well, an interesting thing about Lloyd Kaufman is that he, you've seen him in a movie. Uh, he worked with uh, James Gunn who went on to direct uh-huh. Guardians of the Galaxy. And in Guardians of the Galaxy, there is a Lloyd Kaufman cameo. He is one of the angry old men in the prison where they're trying to break out and they, they do a panoramic shot of all these angry men, like close up, yelling at them, these prisoners. He's one of those crazy prisoners. Wow. So, I got to check that out. They, apparently, the DVD extra, extras are excellent on 
he called it his masterpiece, but it was like Tro masterpiece or something. <sighs> and uh, he talks about it in the extras. And you just described one in which he's leading you around New York. He just sounds like a fun guy, and Adam's lucky to have interviewed him. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, one of the movies that he did with uh, James Gunn was called Tromeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> that's, that's probably their best one, I, I, uh, which I haven't really seen. I haven't seen any of all of these movies all the way through. That's why I'm, I'm really scared to sit through an hour and 44 minutes of this. It, it's long. It should be cut down, you know. Yeah, but why? Basically, what what we're learning here is is the lead characters are all getting together and getting to know each other. That's Parker. He's going to be like a gung ho. He was in Nam. He's a used car salesman, oh, but he'll um, he'll lead them sort of in a in the military way. So they crash landing on an island, and let me guess, there's like mutants on the island. No, what's on the island is a communist plot. It is a group of, like, rebels, and they've gotten trained. They're guerrillas, okay? They're okay. backed by the Cuban army, and they're backed by these two Siamese twin industrialists. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Can I wait? <laughs> yeah. And so what they're going to do is they're going to discover that they're going to threaten America, and so they will help to um, kill all the bad guys and, and save America. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I'm glad something good came out of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the plot is actually quite interesting. They're, they're going to first uh, put, put uh, drugs in the water, okay? And they're going to send the AIDS squad in, who just is going to have sex with anyone who will have sex with them and just spread AIDS so the, Americans the die. AIDS that's squad. serious. I'm serious. Well, I guess that's humor, right? I mean, that's funny. <laughs> oh, more boobs. They're going to go into the forest and do it. I said, and well, when they do, they'll have a gross out. Why, why can't they just do it on the beach? Why do they have to go into a forest? I guess, you well, know, I mean... I was hoping to dress up like Robin Hood, and uh, the beach doesn't really cut it. Robin Hood, yeah. Um, would you like to go into the forest with me? Sure would. <laughs> because he's well, from people Sherwood even forest. get that joke. Sherwood you Forest. get that Yeah, joke. I get it. <laughs> he goes, I thought you were, that afterwards made Mary is all like, I thought you were Robin Hood, but you were more Little John. <laughs> Let's keep him going. Oh, um, um, um I, w I will, if you steal money from the ghetto, you're Robin Hood. You're Robin uh -huh. Hood. Oh, Robin Hood. Is, uh, all right. Okay, so so Jessica is having more fights now with Taylor. No, Lydia, I'm sorry. Lydia is having more fights with Taylor. Now, Taylor's like a natural-born leader, you know? He's yeah. not the military one, but... And they'll end up together, by the way. Oh, thank but, God. You know, sorry to be a spoiler, but I'm not sorry. This is what this show's all about. Well, yeah. No, I've, um, this show is about movies that I've heard about and I've read about. Never had a chance to see them, but thanks to YouTube, they're on it. And Carl watches the movie and scours the internet yeah. to find everything we could know about this movie. And so lately, you've been giving me seven full days, and thank you. Oh, yeah. I, hey, my, my, no problem. I want to make sure the audience watches these movies before we do them as well. And I don't want to make these movies that public. I want to keep it uh, secret until we, we do it. So Now, will, this is the first glimpse of the, of the bad guys. They know a plane crash happened, so they're coming to investigate. Oh, well, they are on top of it. 
Okay, speaking of on top of it, look what Sean <laughs> is going to do. I'm okay, now get ready it. to be grossed out. Get ready to be grossed out. See how sexy it is. Oh, oh getting no. hard on. Ew! There are maggots falling on them. See, that's what this movie like does. It like pushes a button, pushes a button. We'll gross you out. We'll sex you up. We'll violence you like crazy. We'll make you blood mad. But we'll try to do a joke. An hour and 45 minutes. That's a long haul. <laughs> um, when it was in the theaters, it was much shorter. It was 95 minutes. <sighs> they went to the ratings. What is it? Movie MPAA? What is it? It is Movie the uh, yeah. Association of America. For an R rating. Well, first of all, they just rejected it right away. So then they cut out 18 minutes, and then they rejected it again. And so then they just had to cut everything that was offensive, like the Siamese twins I mentioned. Uh So the movie didn't make sense. Uh, It failed in the box office, and, I don't know, trauma fans didn't like it. They couldn't... I don't know what's the real story. But anyway, um, we're seeing the full version, so at least we're seeing what the director intended. See, I don't understand. Like, trauma films, I understand that they come from the New York City film distribution world and even uh, Times Square kind of industry grindhouse stuff where they would distribute these films about, you know, Vietnam vets on rampages. And uh, and then they started producing their own movies. But they've always been a video cassette thing for me. They've always been, like, mm-hmm. uh, not like, hey, let's go see Toxic Avenger 2 at the theater, but more like, hey, Toxic Avenger 2 is at the video store. Well, this is the film that had them lose their Hollywood, that's not the word stature, their Hollywood position. They they did independent films after this film. I mean, with the success of Toxic Avenger and Surf Nazis and and, um, the other one, it's escaping me right now. There's there's Class of Newcomb High and there's also one called Class of 1994. So they were at their pinnacle and... This this was he really loved this film by the way. You see how they're just shooting her yeah. just to just to push our button. Look, we're scared just like you audience. Oh no, they're being uh, gorilla communist island gorillas. Yeah, and you see how they're like Ramboy. Yeah, he's making a commentary about the. It was this is eighty eight released in eighty nine. It, I think. Yeah, it was November of 89. First it was in Japan, of all places, and then it came to limited release in New York, and then, I guess it was November 89 it was released. So this is Reagan and Bush. Uh-huh. It's Rambo. You know, it's wars in fashion. This guy's a German, by the way. He accuses everybody of being a Jew, and so he accuses the priest. Oh, because the priest Jew. might be Jewish. <laughs> Look at the little girls, see? Yeah, the little girls holding a gun. <laughs> oh. Listen, as a rating board representative, I cannot give you guys a R. Just too much. Right. And then this, the director's like, damn, damn rating board. What if we don't have a six-year-old hold a gun to a priest who thinks he's a Jew? He's a Jew. <laughs> that's right. That's right. In a bad German accent, he's like, you see the punch? Yeah. It's great acting. It's Oscar-worthy acting this Dan person. Dan Storm, <laughs> what did I say? Dan Storm. <laughs> yeah. He, he, was, uh, he was terrific in the Fantastic Four and the right. meteorologist on Channel 5. Who, Flamon. 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 The worst superhero. Hey, what's your superhero? Can you show me? Ten minutes later. Sorry I burnt your apartment down. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, he can totally control fire, but he can't really control fire. Okay, now, here you see uh, a guy, the commander. He's got a pig nose. He's a fascist 
I get it. And he oinks a lot. Is he Sir Oinks a lot? Oh, there he is. <laughs> and he's wearing green camo makeup. Yeah, you know, they're just trying to do, like, okay, it was like Robocop, Dyer. Oh, this guy, I just like his name. Uh, it's with, where is it? All these long years. Is it a risk? Yeah, his name is Zenon Zelnuch. Zenon Zelnuch. Oh. And he was once on Madam Secretary television show. <laughs> oh, so people do all right. Madam Secretary, right. Gina no, but Davis. Every actor in this thing is like, he had a cameo on Law and Order. He was the stenographer. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> they're all over TV, but they're dips and drafts. And... Man holding gun. <laughs> He's holding okay, a gun. You... <laughs> you know, I think the guy holding the gun should be left handed. Listen, I know you were the star of Troma's War, but we just need you to hold the gun. <laughs> just hold the gun. Why am I am I motivated to switch hands? Listen, this isn't Tromo's war, buddy. This is Law and Order SUV. Just hit the car with a mallet. Uh, why am I? Why would my character? Now uh, this guy with the pig snout there—he's yeah. oinking. He was in Toxic Avenger two and three, and Last Temptation of Toxie, and he was Last in the class Temptation of, of Toxie. Yeah. Yeah. So he's one of the only two people who've ever appeared on screen in every Toxic Avenger movie. And he's a lawyer, at least in 2001 he was, in New York City. Oh, yeah, and he keeps the pig makeup on and no one notices. <laughs> yeah. Ew. pig. Oh, one last thing, and it's yes. perfectly aligned with the dribs and drabs, I, I told you. He was in The Sopranos in 1999 as a New Jersey trooper. <laughs> <laughs> he nodded. He nodded at a the Sopranos car as it drove by. Go ahead. Yeah, it's what? like the periphery of show business. Cut. Did you just say go ahead? Well, I think my character would say that. Listen, listen. <laughs> you're just a security guard. You just nod and let the car pass. This What's your line? Move it along. Move What's it along. your line? Move it along. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you're a toxic Avenger. I was in everyone, buddy. Only two people can say that on this planet. You know, I think of another production company that reminds me of Troma, and I don't know if they're still making movies, but the last 10 years they were kind of plugging out. It's this company, and I wish I could remember the name, where they would make movies very similar to movies that had just come out. They made films like Snakes on a Train. They did like the Transmorphers or some <laughs> crap like that. Uh, yeah. They do like rip-off films where they go direct to video with the premise of a movie. You know, if I ever have a production company, which probably won't happen, I think I should, like, put in the title of the movies, my production company name. You know, like, oh, like I, feed itself. What about Tyler Perry? He, he has his own production company, and it's always Tyler Perry. You Perry's. read my mind. Exactly. Yeah. You read my mind. He's the only one I know who... Tyler Perry's, you know, maybe Marx Brothers do that? I don't what know. About, what about, like, the Muppet movie? Or, like, wouldn't it be, like, the Muppets Down Under or the Muppets, you know, in, in space? That's a little different. That's not a production company. That's, like, Gidget goes to bingo. Gidget on the beach. Now, that's a, he's a secret agent, by the way. He's the an English one there. He's got a horrible English accent. Well, let's take a listen. Oh, he just left. This also There's reminds me of an Australian. Gold. Sorry, Carl. What's that? Uh, he, this also reminds me of an Australian film that is no longer on YouTube. We watched it a year and a half ago, called Turkey Shoot. 
where this Australian production house who were really good at these action films had a film where people were just attacking each other. Uh huh. I guess I didn't see that. I wasn't a part of that, that right? That, that one, yeah, that was a long time ago. Turkey shoot. It's good, but it's like way over the top. One's a werewolf who eats toes. <laughs> gotcha. Um, in perfect, let's see here. Where's this? Yeah, Marshall, the British secret agent, right? Uh-huh. He was in Son of the Pink Panther. I as love a that movie. As a reporter. <laughs> so, what do you think, Cluzo, of the recent, you know, the stealing of the diamond? Well, your line is over for the whole movie. <laughs> <Is it> me? <laughs> you know, Thank you. So, guess who played the son of the Pink Panther? Right, right, right. I, that was a terrible film. It was uh, Blake who? Edwards' last movie. It was uh, Roberto Bellini. Who's that? He was the son of oh. the... Because Clouseau had, uh, had an affair in Italy. And at the end of the movie, it was revealed that he uh, had a son and a daughter. And the daughter uh-huh. of the Pink Panther shows up at the end. I, I missed that I think I, I saw this film in which a lame American version of the Pink Panther was attempted. Oh, is it the it, Peter uh, Steve Martin? No, that that was terrible. Steve Martin, uh, listen, I am such a Steve Martin fan. Oh, Steve Martin good was the wrong choice for what's that? Uh, I said uh, good good disclaimer up front. However, I, but I mean it. No, but <laughs> but like I really love Steve Martin. You know, I don't like things like Father of the Bride and House of a Million Babies, right? But <laughs> right. I do like... Okay, all right, whatever. Anyway, wrong choice. Pink Panther was not for him. Everybody knows him as Steve Martin. He should have should have been somebody else. Yeah, I hear you. My two cents. Well, there's a trail of Pink Panther and Search of the Pink Panther where they use outtakes from the Pink Panther movies to constitute a film, and they... Uh, I think his name was Ted Wass or something, but just uh-huh. a kind of like, God bless him for being part of it, but he just kind of got like swept under. This guy is just kind of whitewashed, like investigating where the Pink Panther might be. I think he played like a Pink Panther-esque guy too. There was another one in which it was, um, it it was, it what's that name? his name, Cato, uh-huh. right? Yeah. He was in a Kung Fu movie in Vietnam. Oh, no, no, no. That was the Dink Panther. Uh, all right. At this point, say- you could turn off the podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, Rick is... Le- see the baby, right? The yeah, baby's clearly baby there to the push island. button. And oh. there's Dottie, who's going to become a real tough chick. And Rick is leading them, of course, in a military way. And Taylor's getting the back rear because he's the protector of everybody. Now, he's a former Marine, a Vietnam vet. He's a used car salesman. But check this out. In real life, Rick Washburn held the North American freediving spearfishing record for lemon shark caught in the British Virgin Islands in 1973. Wow, that's a pretty... uh... How did they get him for the film? Okay, here comes a, a riverboat with a machine gun. Now watch. Everyone walks away, even though they're being chased. Hold they're on. being chased because the boat's now on land. Oh, we got to take a breather. I, 
I just remember when when the boat came up, everyone was walking away instead of running. But right. wow, you see that? He punched her in the face. That's what this movie does. He spits just, out two pieces of two teeth. Yeah, and then no blood, up. right? Yeah, four teeth. It's, That's four bucks right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've upped it to a dollar too. Yeah, you know the kids are getting older. Money. The kids are getting older. Uh, yeah, the quarter yeah. doesn't really. You know, yeah. I would say I, I had to get it with the times when the tooth fairy gave my daughter a uh, quarter for her tooth, and she said two bits. <laughs> <laughs> What's kids said to say? Now, in true fashion, uh, this um, Rick Washburn, who we're seeing, you know, the military leader guy, right. he was uh, in Law and Order, uh, you know, and he was in Bullets Over Broadway as uh-huh. like a thug. <laughs> <laughs> Man who gives pastrami sandwich to, to main character. Here's your pastrami okay. sandwich. Listen, I don't have time, so we're going to keep that line in, but this isn't a trauma <laughs> film. You should just stick with the script. <laughs> You see the um, snake coming, right? Uh, I did see a snake. No, it has nothing to do with the plot. Nothing to do with... Look how they're just standing around casually talking. Sure. Right? He just wants to have a snake encounter in which it's bit. Here comes that snake. What he did is sexually proposed to her, like, I'll keep you in an apartment in Manhattan. Oh, so she slapped him. (laughs) Yeah. This guy's fighting a snake. It's in his mouth. Really? Yeah, it's in his eye. I think. Oh. See, it's biting him. Ah! Lust. And then we cut to the people with the horror. The horror. Oh no! Late- the stage makeup all over that guy. Later, um, not Jessica. Lydia. Lydia will get bit by a snake, and then Taylor will say. You know, will suck out the poison, and it's like right between her legs. You know, oh, good. But it wasn't a poisonous snake. You love, I love this movie. I don't know if I like this movie, but I do like this movie. It, at least I love its concept. It does everything to push your button. Oh yeah, everything to emote, emote. That's what it wants. Evoke emotion. You know, part of it is that uh, trauma has this cult following, like the Howard Stern of. of bad horror schlock and a lot of times they just play to their crowd do you know what I mean like uh-huh. yeah they, especially when they got independent I'm sure I, I, yeah. I hear you so they they, uh, they know exactly who they're reaching they're reaching their fans for this well the director says he was trying to break into the mainstream with this film let me just look at that yeah good luck uh, Kaufman says he followed his own vision. He considers it a near perfect expression of the trauma ethos, which oh, he calls a Cuisinart of strong emotion. Well, I mean, there's a, at least there's a plot to this movie. I mean, I know it's just going to denigrate into explosions. Here's yeah. Some gunfire, miss, 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 right. Miss, miss. Oh no, that guy got shot. Pew, pew. We're going to have our first battle now. Oh, yeah, this is good. All right. Uh, so we have Toxic Avengers, Tromeo and Juliet. There's a movie called Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken yeah. Dead. I, it's right. so hard Night to even watch the, the trailer. <laughs> Redneck zombies. Redneck zombies? Yeah. Now, there's, you know, Terra Firma? 
like you know solid earth ground yeah, sure, uh, that's what like a, so, a sailor would talk about it they have terror firmer yeah. you mentioned Tromeo and Juliet I think graduation day from 81 that's my list MILFs versus zombies I'm also looking at a list yeah Return of Newcomb High I think that was the movie uh, my brother interviewed the, the cast the Newcomb High cast alright so they are just having these Boy Scout jamborees are getting more and more violent Carl yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what a squib is it's like a little explosion yeah right you put it in your chest and they, they shoot it off and it looks like a bullet hit you yeah okay so Kaufman claims um, Troma's War showcases more squib explosions than any other film um, there's a body count of 614 wow. you will see 10 breasts um, multiple times you might see a pair, but 10 uh, human breasts and more than 277 corpses. Huh. Just another day at the office. <laughs> Those squibs must Look hurt. Even though, you know what I mean? Like when they shoot off out of your chest, look like a bullet hits you, there must be some kind yeah. of little impact or burn. Yeah, because it, it blows both ways. Now, one time I took Jeremy, right? Your brother. <laughs> and I shot him. Yeah, yeah. So I put firecrackers on his chest <laughs> and I taped them. Now, you're going to say, Carl, you're an asshole. But no, I, there was a metal plate. He had a metal plate. He didn't feel any pain. Oh, that's uh, I put a Yeah. I put the metal plate under his shirt and I put in all the firecrackers. So, so your, your brother's chest hair was untouched. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and you said hair singular, right? Yeah, the hair. You should hear the Hispanic lady talk. She's barely bilingual. It's clearly. Oh, it's just someone just doing a thing. Carl, can you just keep talking about it? I got I to gotta step out for a sec. Okay. Thank you. Babe. Sure. Let me, um, let me speak about this movie. Lloyd Kaufman planned for the film to be R-rated for theatrical cult status. And it makes sense why he was thinking that at the time. After three solid successes in a row, it might only be two, but Mike feels it's three. He says, it was our answer to Rambo, Reaganomics, and the new interest in war. I don't think it's true to call it our answer, you know? It wasn't opposed. I mean, I think he is exploiting it. It's not his answer. We based the violence on the movie Die Hard and Robocop. So he was trying to be with the times, and now it's the time for those dumb war films, so let's make fun of it. This is Rambo on steroids. Uh, his partner, Michael, did not think there would be one cut when the ratings board got it, the MPAA. Movie something, Association of America. The film was rejected initially by the MPAA. Too violent, even for an R rating. The entire AIDS subplot was removed, and they still rejected it. What was the subplot again? It's we're going. They're going to be captured, and the German general is going to introduce us to the aid squad. And basically, it's just disgusting. It's a chance. To, this guy's got boils all over his face. So it's all men and who have the AIDS, or the women as well? No, there's there's women too, and their plot is to go to America and just start fucking. Just whoever will fuck them fuck them and they're funded to buy, pay a prostitute to buy a prostitute <laughs> so the thing is AIDS was hardly getting discussed you know AIDS wasn't talked about in like 84 by the time 88 came around 
you know, there's right. that famous George Bush quote, like, you know, it's AIDS is killing off the black population and the gay population. And he was like, so what's the problem? Now, that might be a myth. But like, the point was, it's like not being Bush. talked about publicly. So he had the balls to do that. He made the AIDS squad. I mean, that's a joke you make, you know, like 30 years later, right? Well, that's a joke. That's like, that's a pretty dated joke. I don't think anyone found, you know, even back then it was pretty tasteless. It was extremely tasteless. But the thing is, like, you can't even say too soon. It was in the day. It was really horrible. I don't know if he's proud of it, but. Oh, I'm sure he's proud of it. It's just another joke. I mean, it's a joke. Yeah. Here's a guy doing a Rambo. Here's a guy doing a Magnum P.I. <laughs> Four different movies. Tom Selleck. Uh, yeah, he's got the Hawaiian shirt. So they took the movie and they removed like bullet hits that were gross. And they removed all the men who were on fire. Even though we've seen that in films. They removed the Siamese twins. Um, they finally, It got down to 95 minutes and they got an R rating. And in his opinion, uh, Kaufman, it was rendered unwatchable. Yeah, but so don't, following, you find, don't you find it ironic that we're watching the unedited version on YouTube? That it doesn't matter. Why? Because it, it got restricted to be released in the general public, but the general public can now just watch <laughs> the original. Yeah, you're right, of course. I mean, uh, it's kind of about money and also once things get old enough nobody gives a shit yeah We're that was the beginning of the movie Ted you... oh I saw the movie Ted yeah okay so Ted was a little packing bear and then he was on the Tonight Show and everything but it's like 20 years later nobody gives a shit <laughs> that's when it cuts <laughs> to him as the grown up yeah right what are we gonna do tonight get some girls <laughs> is that your Ted I love it yeah, there, I'll, I'll, I'll be Marky Mark. Uh, yeah, Ted, let's get let's get some girls. Who should we go with? Cheyenne there or Terry uh, Lynn? I want only girls who have bad childhood. They're the best strippers. The second movie was great because it was really like a live action uh, Family Guy. I mean, he just turned into Peter Griffin basically. <laughs> Do you remember in the second one? They were at Comic Con or something. And yeah. There was a million bears up there. It's, and he started singing that song that. Um, I think uh, bah, bah, bah. American Dad, Cleveland Show, Folly Family, all gone to Comic Con. You know, it was just another episode. He also did the, the Orville. Did you see that? I, I watched four or five episodes, yeah. Well, I know. Like, it was good and serious. Okay, now what the director is doing is showing us, you know, what a mother, like they're taking the baby away from her mother, and we hear it crying. Now look, he's in quicksand thing. Yeah, he's falling into quicksand. They got every special effect going on. Three million dollars to make this film. Three million? Yeah, it was their, remember they had their successes. Yeah. Now, even though it was a box office failure, believe it or not, so it claims, the internet claims, they did make a profit. Well, I'm Maybe sure from they did. going to video or something. Uh, it has their title and their company name in there. Did you see how much like a cartoon he's taking the baby away? Like he's pretend yeah, sneaking? Well, there's some things you just can't fuck around, I guess. Shoot over here now. You got, you're got, you got all those people. Look at how many. He's killing them all. <laughs> it's one of him. 
Well, what kind got of that one. This was a commercial flight that crashed. It just so yeah. happened that everyone was a Rambo on the plane. No, no, you're seeing the rebels. He's killing all the rebels. Right, but the I'm only saying good like, guy. But he was just a passenger on a plane that crashed. Yeah, they were saying he was a Marine and Nam. Okay. All right, so that's one passenger. That's passenger 57. What about passenger 56? No, no, he's just a regular dude. Oh, I think my, my screen froze. No, it's the oh, film. Oh, mine too. It's the film. Oh, that's... What the... What was that? The internet didn't tell me about that. I've got continuity and revealing mistakes here. <laughs> Did you look up revealing mistakes, Trojo? Yeah. Trojo's war? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It says, uh, after one of the militants comes racing out of the swamp boat and shooting, the group walks away, even though they're in danger. Right, we just saw that. The, the guy was still shooting away. Bullets are very selective in this movie. When the plane crashes in the prologue, it's daylight. However, the subsequent shots of burning carnage show it's nighttime. Huh? Yeah, right. Well, and now, here we go. Someone's being thrown off again. Right. It's so typical of this movie. Maybe it's typical of trauma. The guy, you're just seeing a guy die, and then everyone goes, oh, no, oh. Like, like you, audience, we can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I hope it doesn't happen again. Oh, gosh, it happened again. Oh, boy. Now, this guy's a jerk the whole film. He's like, how am I going to get out of here? But does he, does he take a machine gun and, and shoot down people? No, he betrays them and goes to the bad guy. Right, <laughs> The diehard make a deal with the back. rebels. It's a diehard yuppie. I'm James. Yeah, I'm James Bond. I'm Rambo. So they're like, "Uh oh, he's back!" You know, they're relieved to see it's him, and he reports. <laughs> he's going to go to the the businessman and be like, "Look at his gun. It wasn't even fired." God, you one. wimp. <laughs> Whoever whoever did hair must have really loved comb overs. This guy, well, not these two ladies. That's the, ears. Battle. Which guy? Which guy? That, that Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. His hair's a piece of shit. Well, that guy's Rick is clearly balding, right? And they. Yeah. I've seen that actor uh, before too. I'm pretty sure of it. You have? Yeah. No, he's. No, he was not. in. Let me see here. Barney Miller. Yeah, see, that's the thing. He's no, no. You didn't see this guy anywhere. Here it is. He was in Law and Order one time as a lawyer, and he was in Bullets Over Broadway as a thug. You know the Woody Allen film. Yeah, oh yeah. That's, that's where you saw that guy. <laughs> now Bullets Over Broadway wasn't that written by Chaz Pazino? That was, I don't know that your pronunciation was right. Well, I think it was right. For Chaz, it was right for Chaz. Yeah. I actually don't know who wrote that. I just know that it's a Woody Allen thing, and I think Meg Ryan is in it. That's a while. But I think it was like based on a story of his, and he was in it. Because they made a, a play out of it, or a musical out of it, or something like that. Really? Yeah. It does say Broadway in the title. Okay, so I'm going to tell you that this guy starts singing, and it's so great that you mute, because it's so annoying. It's so annoying, it cuts his tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, there it is, it's pulling the tongue out. 
no. <laughs> Not since Bloodfeet ah. have I seen a convincing tongue tongue yanking. What's the matter? Cast got your tongue? What's the matter, Casca? Oh, right, I ripped your tongue out. You can't respond. <laughs> no, his 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 tagline is just as bad. What God has put together, let no man tear asunder or something, and he throws the tongue over his shoulder. And then later, this woman who's like a feminist woman says the same line: "No man cast asunder," and she goes, "It takes a woman." <laughs> oh, now he just uh, shot the priest in the head. Huh? Good to now see. Now watch the. Oh, now we're going to just Vietnam style, Pulitzer Prize photo winning style, shoot a guy in his temple. A priest. Uh, yeah, and a priest. Oh, uh, here's the rebel camp. You had a long day of guerrilla training. <laughs> this buds for you. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been no. with, you've been an extra at Trumba's war all day. By the way, there is an extra who the director takes a big liking to. He's like a 500-pound guy. And he, like, takes him out from the back and gives him parts in the... You'll huh. see. Oh, there he is. He's holding the girl by the... Oh, that He, like, guy. highlighted him. And then he... No, not that guy. And then he... This guy here. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then he went on to be in all those independent films after this. Huh. He got so fat that he couldn't leave he couldn't get up he lives in an apartment in Staten Island uh, they on the DVD extras they go visit him because uh, he was in a lot of trauma films and uh, he, he passed away <laughs> yeah poor guy Trauma did a film called well, not, not to belittle his death they did a film called uh, Fat Boy Goes Nutsoid maybe he was the star uh, Fat Boy Goes Nutsoid uh, here it is, Joe Fleshed Flyshaker. Joe Flyshaker. Troma's 500-pound action hero. Originally cast as an extra. Took a liking to him. Bigger role. He was in Tromeo and Juliet. Night of the Chicken Dead. TV Edge 2000. Huh. He often appeared, frequently appeared on The Late Show with David Letterman, it says. Died May 23rd, 2016 in the Bronx. Um... And I told you about his Staten Island. Um, oh. He was confined to an apartment. <clears throat> so he says to this guy, my men are loyal. He goes, you, kill yourselves. And the guy kills himself. That's how loyal they are. Yeah. It's oh, kind of... I see. So, so is he going to shoot himself? No. He's going to commit Harry Carey. Oh, good. Do we get to watch it? Oh, it's disgusting. Let's see it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're doing gore. Yeah. I mean, this guy is. They had a body, 600 body count. They had to get fast it. Okay. Now you see the mom there, right? Yeah. Uh, the mom is next to Dottie, the old lady, and the mom is looking for her baby. She never finds the baby. That's it. The baby's gone. I guess the baby bought it. I don't know. And this guy's dead, and that adds to the body count. Still not dead, is he? Oh, I don't know. He's... Yeah, I told you it was, uh, what is that? 614, here it is. 614. 614 murders. I want to show you yeah. how loyal my men are. You, kill yourself. Ugh. All right, let's go to lunch. Oh, that was the chef that just killed himself. Well, let's get out of here. Well, he had the keys. 
There he is, leader of the AIDS squad. Uh, boils and all. Yeah. Uh, his name is Senor Sida, which means AIDS in Spanish. Sida, yeah. They're tasked with the mission of spreading AIDS across the U.S., led by the aggressively repulsive and offensive Senor Sida. Yeah, right on all AIDS counts. Squad. I think I'm a couple seconds ahead of you. Let's take a listen to Senor Sida. United States cities. They have got a small That's the squad. A massive infiltration system designed to create chaos at every No, he's, he's level not Senor Sida. No, he's like a Schwarzenegger he's, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the general. To come in and restore order. Now there's Sida. I'm, I'm a little sad. How do you girl? Um, that's okay with do you want to sync up? Are you alright? I, I think it's okay. I'm at 45, 42. Okay, let me get up here. Yeah, I'm, it's okay. It's alright. Sure, the audience isn't synced up either. Okay, so 47, 48, 49, 50. Am I, you want to tell me when you get... Do I pause or you? I'm going <coughs> to pause him a couple seconds ahead. I'll pause at uh, 46, 10, and then you let me know, okay? Okay. So hang hey, on. You're at, are you paused now? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, um, we're in sync. Okay, Audience, so there's you're Joe clueless. Fleisch. See, uh, he bit him. How ironic. I bite you. So this poor gentleman, he had an apartment in Staten Island, so he didn't really sit around the house because... When he sat around the house, right. he didn't really sit around he the really house. He really sat around that. Because he, he couldn't afford a house. He got shot in the butt. Now, that is a member of the Bearded Clans. And so, by the way, the leader of the Bearded Clans, we don't know his name. He's, the internet doesn't know his... Whoa! Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The worst, worst, worst of the worst is coming now. This AIDS squad, this joke, yeah. they're going to rape these people. Yeah. Ew! Oh, you see yeah. how he pushes our buttons? This is repulsive, this section of the film, in my opinion. <laughs> Why would you have zits if you have AIDS? I don't get it. Uh, no, when you have a- AIDS, you have a lessened immune system. And so you begin to get welts. Uh. That's, it's a mistake the movie makes. Do you remember the movie Philadelphia? There was That was the telltale giveaway. I haven't seen that movie. Welts. I've only seen trauma films. Was it a trauma <laughs> film? Then I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been traumatic. Philotrophia. See, look. See, I, I don't want to watch this part. It's a yeah, it's bad, bad. I know it's fake and it's a stupid movie, but it is bad. All right. Well, it's a bad vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's not funny and uh, we don't really need a rape scene. But there it was. There it is. Let's watch a full length movie on. I'll give a warning if I ever update our website. I'll give a warning about that this film. So they're gonna kill this, the lead singer already, or what? Uh, the lead singer will be very mad that um, the German guy killed his girlfriend. Shot her in the butt. So he will battle. Oh, okay. Mortal Combat. Oh, excuse me. Mortal Kombat! Blip, 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 blip. 
Wow, he did that so fast, it was a mortal comeback. Finish him. Fatality. Babality. Friendvality. Uh, now we have a little cat fight going on. Used to be a lot of toll fights, and then I was a toll. Wait, oh, I messed up the joke. Never mind. Okay. Okay, now we get to meet the baddest bad guy. Oh, turn it up, the sound. You'll hear a kissy effect. Oh, it's too late. I heard, I heard a little pucker. I have done as you have ordered me. Get out. Go away. So these are the bad guys. We know how to deal with commandos like you. There is nothing you can do to stop us. The entire American establishment is with us. Ooh, plot point. Quite frankly, my dear, the only organization <laughs> oh. that do not wish to join us are the church, which is truly... It's the Siamese twins. Yeah, and they have this scheme to bring down America. So, so all this was cut. into the water... What's that? All this was cut. They're explaining the storyline, and this got cut. Yeah, and so the story, the movie... I'm just assuming I never saw the 95 version, but it must not make sense. Why didn't you see it? Did you go see a Russell Crowe movie instead? <laughs> yes, I saw Gladiator. They will foster class warfare. They will infect the populace with sexual diseases, and then they will have a guerrilla assault. But mostly it's about those drugs in the water supply. The old drugs in the water supply gag. Yep. So they want to profit monetarily off of the confusion. They want to get more right-wingers elected, they explain, to further their corporate goals. Uh, well, know. I figure like... And they'll blame film, it on the commie. Any film that got released in 89 still stinks of like 80s, mid-80s. You know what I mean? Like, especially yeah. uh, the humor from this movie. It's still like, even though Bush was becoming president, it's still kind of Ronald Reagan-y. Yeah. That's why Ray, uh, Bush <clears throat> was reelected because Reagan, they, you know, the country yeah. felt. People were like, we want more, more, more Reagan. More Reagan. Give and us then, more Reagan. And then they're like, we don't want any more. All right, we were watching. Crack. God, this movie Now just... we're going to, I'm sorry, we're going to get our buttons pushed uh, even further. When uh, we get a surprise, I won't ruin it. I'm just saying, all they do is they go around the campsite and they fight and they argue and they threaten each other and then one gets killed in a horrible way. Yeah, and then we keep uh, cutting back to the rape. Okay, cutting back, here's the rape scene, guys. Uh, now, really, it's just to show boobs. Oh, yeah, great. Now, yeah. At, see that idiot? Yeah. Now, at the end of this pretend rape, she stands up and says, Oh, no, I have AIDS. I have AIDS. I have AIDS. Seriously, seriously. Oh, I'm play that <laughs> part. <laughs> Dear Mr. Kaufman, if you are listening, uh -huh. I almost like you. Okay, so look. Boom! Got no arm. Boom! Prostate! Oh, he took I mean, his oh, disarming. Yeah, they're all watching uh -huh. the sex. Uh, uh -huh. What do you call a fake limb? A prosthetic. A prosthetic! I called it a prostate by mistake. Oh, someone just got shot in the ear with a blow dart. Right, and that's the super secret James Bond spy guy. It's about time he showed up. Now we're going to have... Yeah, they planned an assault to save their friends. 
Oh, look. Mm, that was, a, you know, like a gymnastic display. Yeah. Like, I feel we should, the judges should rate it. Oh, here it is. This so is she it. says it. She goes, I have AIDS. <laughs> now, Kaufman <laughs> describes that he did that because, look, a man's on fire. Look, a man's burning to death. Uh, he, they, he did that because he thought maybe people wouldn't know. People wouldn't get it. What she just got? The, we were watching a rape scene, and so yeah. yeah. But don't forget, it's the AIDS squad who did it. Uh, don't forget. I don't know. So now people are just dropping like flies as people right. getting shot at. Yeah, and who was that Asian guy we just saw with he a was, headband? He was, I think he was passenger forty-two on the plane. But it was all of a sudden a. <laughs> like there's a secret spy. There was a marine on this plane. They're all leaving Tromaville. More death, more death, more Slow death. There's death. Oh, squint oh up. no! Oh, look, your okay. buddy. I, I want you to shake around and roll him. <laughs> okay, shake great. Let's and... get you back to Staten Island before it turns dark. <laughs> well, that was years, years later. His oh. flight in Staten Island. I mean, that was like a lot of uh, sub sandwiches later. <laughs> He's okay here. Well, you've been eating Subway sandwiches? Oh, Subway sandwiches? Oh, uh, I thought it was sub sandwiches. I thought it was Subways. Yeah, I, was, I had so many heroes. <laughs> Subway heroes? Oh! No, I was, no, no, just heroes. I was chewing on Captain Marvel. <laughs> Let me get cheddar cheese and lard on a hoagie. Diet lard? No, I tried. Okay, now here comes Taylor. And I don't know why we he waited so long to have his assault. Okay, there's a scumbag who hasn't shot a bullet. Right. He's the diehard yuppie. He's going to make a deal with the bad guys. Oh, here's right, Rambo. He He's a diehard yuppie, yeah. Yeah. I should really remember that scene. Like, cause I, you don't know me. <laughs> well, we're just watching a gunshot. You want to do some jokes about this? No. I'll deal with this Euro trash. <laughs> oh no, his gun is jammed. He might get shot now. Yeah, because he's standing there. Nope. He's using it as a battle ram. Ayah, chop. Do you ever watch the TV show Lost? Roll him. You, have you now seen. act tired. <laughs> have you seen Lost? That's funny you say that. I really don't know that, that television show. I know of it. The internet compared this to Lost a lot. Yeah, because they crash on a mysterious island, but they do meet people with guns, and usually what happens is that uh, right before the commercial break, they'll find a guy with a gun, and the guy will hit them in the head with the gun, uh, uh, you know, like uh, give them, just pistol whip the guy, and they'll go unconscious, right. and there'll be a commercial, and then the show comes back, and the guy who got hit with a pistol in his head wakes up, you know, maybe puts his uh -huh. hand on his head, oh, man, and they're like, well... Bonk. Here's a secret, you know. What I mean, like it's just to keep mm -hmm. them, keep them unconscious for a couple bits. But it's like concussions, dude. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. It's just ringing in my ear from the time you <laughs> smacked me in the head with a gun. I seem to have. Some, what's this? More rape? More rape? Oh, it's the same rape. It's not over yet. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I guess we're cutting. <laughs> Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> there it is. He saves them. 
Oh Wait, no! Is this the blind girl? Was it the blind girl? I think it is, right? Oh, so she's gonna fall in love Look, with this. Over... She got raped with her pants on. Okay, watch. Now there's blood. There's no blood. Then there is blood. What for, Senor Cita? error here. Look, no blood. Right. There's a lot of blood. Oh yeah, right. She shot him in the crotch. That fell leaping me. Oh, you shot my boil. So I guess if you get shot in the dick, you die. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, that with a little hard. arrow. Also, that's what. You, and he's covering it in his own blood. Oh, oh, he got squigged. Squidded. What is it? Squigged. Squibbed. She's wearing. Squibbed. She got squibbed. She's wearing a cutoff, and he shot him right in the cutoff where the squibs were hiding. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, and you're and you're. And we're out. Okay. Great keep, job. Try not to breathe as a corpse. And would you, do you want me to hold my breath? No, no, no. Just don't, don't. Never mind. Oh. You remember that fun movie where like the guy would be a magician who'd predict someone would die and then they would die. Remember when she was breathing in that <laughs> thing? Yeah. She's laying there dead breathing. What was the name of that movie? Was it the dead? Not the dead zone. He Wizard wasn't a magician. Gore. The Wizard of Gore. Oh, right, yeah, Wizard Girl we watched it on this show. She was dead all right, but she was still breathing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, look, he hit Rick. I don't remember that. But they're the good guys. Yeah, why did he hit him? Hit Rick. <clears throat> okay, look, see how she has a machete? Yeah. She's going to put that machete to good use. Did she just drop it? She dropped the machete. Okay, she's going to put that machete to good use on those Siamese twins. Oh, you know what? what? One of them's in a business suit, and one of them's in a general uniform. General's uniform, so it's like the military and commerce or business. Power hungry bastards, those two Siamese twins. Oh, here they are, and she's got a machete. Yeah, she's gonna cut them up uh, right yeah. between their knees. Yeah. Ah! ah! Right they aren't the like, thank you, thank you. We haven't been free before. Oh, and they both have machine guns too. As oh, look, he but has an extra hand. They have hand. They have two pairs of set of hands. Yeah, it's just the face. Yeah, yeah, it's just the face. Oh, it was a fake the whole time. So now she says, "Let no man terror son. It takes a woman." Ha ha. Oh, it's a callback. Or, I don't know. I think that was supposed to be a cool... Yeah, look at those brains. Now, this guy, see the blood there? Yeah. He's going to get a grenade put in his mouth, and the blood disappears. But it's by the same woman who was inside and cut off the Siamese twins. She's now outside. Right. And now, look, she'll blow up with no blood and gun. Oh, right. It's just an explosion. Oh, yeah, that's that's cheap. If you put it in the guy's mouth, we want to see the brain explode. So, okay, now she decides, she's been a Frady cat the whole movie going, I am scared of my fake accent, I am scared! <laughs> and now she, she oh, gets like, tough because she's had enough. got killed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is like um, one field, this whole thing is taking place. Well, they're at that camp, you see. Oh, Okay, I think she's dead. I think you hit her. Are they going to kiss? Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they 
our partners, but no, they don't uh, ever. Uh, oh, look, he's still alive. Final words. I do like that the slubby guys are kicking the shit out of people. Oh, he's hitting him with his <laughs> prosthesis. Yeah, prosthesis. You're not going to do it. I am. Turn on to hear her bad accent. All right, we're going to take one last vacation together. I lost my arm to cancer. Miss me is real enough. Yes, we can see that. Come, come, let's go. Come on. So she's okay, I guess. He was, he was breathing during the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Lydia is now a badass. Taylor totally respects her. So is this movie over then? No, not no, I am not that long. So we yes, still have 45 minutes just of now film. discovering the plot. Just now discovering the plot. Oh, the plot to ruin my brain. Is he holding a soiled diaper? Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, this is the perfect of this movie. It's just to shock you and get you upset. Your baby, you couldn't find your baby. Here's the empty onesie and poop. Look at the, this is proof. It's baby poop, see? Now you, no one knew your baby as well as you did. Is this your baby's poop? It could be someone else's poop. Now he's shamed. Right, it could be. It could be soldier's poop. Yeah. Talk He's shaming him for not having shot a bullet, a single bullet. Okay, now, this is the compound, like the main headquarters, and they're going to, like, make a plot to kill it. My God, I, they back destroyed to, one compound. How many compounds do they have to destroy? <laughs> yeah. What can I say? Death Star 2. So this film just keeps going. <laughs> Yeah, check out this movie review, right? Okay. This Okay, I'm just going to read you a snippet. What happened here? Who is this movie for? Communists? Warmongers? When it doesn't turn into a music video, it's awkward slapstick comedy. Snakes and terrorists are equally dangerous in this film, which shows you how weak the writing is. The film is 30 minutes too long. It doesn't even fall into the so bad it's good category. It's simply awful through and through. Well, okay, so I, I, I would have liked to see it based on our review. <laughs> One man's opinion. I, do I, know, only, uh, um, I only cut that snippet out and brought it to our show because he's so damn harsh. I know I know that uh, this guy reviewed in the uh, Psychotronic uh, Video Guide, which is a terrific uh, book. It's based on Psychotronic Magazine. And he's like, he, he can't stand this movie. I don't think anyone likes this movie. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, there are some... I mean, I went to a lot of movie reviews. There are a fair number of people out there who... What they do is they appreciate... They're not taking this seriously. They know that it's about pushing your buttons, and you called it Grindhouse. I don't think there was Grindhouse at that time, but I know why you say that. It's just something to make people watch the screen. <laughs> I'll, I'll find the movie. They did a couple films, like... Uh, when when there was theaters in the seventies and eighties, they made sure there was movies in there, and they have tons of movies, you know. Yeah. Right now, Rick's breaking it down, talking about the power elite. Here, let's listen. Okay, hang on a sec. Wall is. They're leaving tomorrow at dawn. So the commies got the terrorists doing their dirty work now. We better pick up this hardware, it. people. We're gonna need it. 
I think we missed it, but uh-huh. basically he just proselytized, and uh, everyone's now on board. Ooh. Okay, now Blind Girl got saved, as you remember, by Gross Guy. Right. Saved from And rape. so she's going to show her appreciation. Oh, the movie was Fat uh, Guy Goes Nutsoid. was one of the trauma films. Fat Guy Goes Nutsoid. <laughs> Look at the gun is right at his face. I guess, is this humor? Yeah, I guess that's humor right there. Oh, she's yeah. blind, so she doesn't know. Look, her wig is perfectly on. He's pointing with the bomb. So, you know, comedy or not, they're still just going to have a lot of explosions and death. I mean, this could they could do yeah. it seriously as well. Well, they did everything. They did explosions and death. They did snake bites. They've done, you know, like lots of sex. And, oh, big nose guy. Let's, you hear, listen to him snoot. It's not funny, really, but... All right, I guess we got rid of... He talks, the general, the general talks, and he goes... All the time. Huh. Is that funny? No. <laughs> what, what do you think's in there? <laughs> no. Ammunition. No. Ammo. Ammo. I don't know what that is. Oh, is this short for Adam Motion who did the song Obsession? You're <laughs> yeah. my obsession. obsession. That's a, my baby, I have no baby. Don't worry about it. Your baby's not important. It's taking a movie. No, that's not true. It's my character's my, motivation. Well, listen, uh, uh, Mary, uh, what was it the Olsen twins? They, they can't yeah. be in the film Eight. again anymore. Ew, it just cut off his ear. He has a string of ears. Oh, well, I'll put this one in my pocket. No time to... Maybe you think he saw him before, because he does resemble a little bit uh, the director who did JFK, who did Platoon. You think he looks like Oliver Stone? (laughs) Oliver Stone. And he was wearing that um, Hawaiian... I don't know if that's the right word, Hawaiian. Oliver Stone. He was also writing an alternative version of American history, so I think it might have been... Uh Uh-oh, Tripwire! Don't you hate me, Tripwire. Oh, nice trip you know, wire. It, the explosions are just way too big for what got thrown. You know, a grenade. Oh, it blew up I mean, six like compounds, seven compounds. Up. They just like set up these things and like, here's your movie. Boom. Music provided by Bearded Clams. <laughs> You know, the um, internet does not know who that lead singer is, what his name is. He's still alive. Good for him. If this was a Netflix show, we'd be on season four right now. <laughs> I don't like today's world of these films. I mean, you these television shows. You get sucked into it, you marathon it, and it's just not a movie. And, you know, you get let down. And I agree with I don't you, like today's. Yeah. Because it feels like, well, this could have been an 18-hour movie. And if you look right. at uh, you look at stuff like uh, Berlin, Alexander Plotz, or um, uh, Franny and Zoe, or, or the, the Capilano, yeah. all these 10-hour, 18-hour movies, even though they were sometimes broken into hour segments uh, or aired on television, they didn't seem like uh, a binge-worthy one story. You know what I mean? Like, 
Right. The time you spent was well invested. There's a lot of right. details. I saw the whole season of Waterworld. Yeah. Oh, uh, Westworld? I, Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. And at the end, I was just let, I don't know, it's like, that's it, it's over. Same thing with this, like, um, Better Call Saul. I'm sucked in because of Breaking Bad. I watch every episode thinking, maybe this will be the episode in which, like, the show becomes good. What's up? Well, usually there's like three or four turning points in the show, and it's like, well, if, you, if that only happened in episode two, I can't <laughs> wait to watch episode three. Yeah, the worst the worst offender is House of Cards, hands down. That's such a long Oh, trawl. I saw that. Yeah. Now, House of Cards, when he first did his ascent to the presidency, uh-huh. was exciting. It changed every episode. But then, just like you said, that long haul. It's a long haul. And you know, I feel like The Sopranos season four, if I don't... If I don't die having this argument was such a disappointment just nothing uh-huh. happened you know and then they just well what happened was weird in the Sopranos they did besides by the way the Sopranos was really before binge watching but the Sopranos decided to like just have non sequiturs right. not do the whole plot just do like a setup I don't know it was a very weird writing style you know, uh, we should give a shout out. Our mutual hometown of Montclair, New Jersey, gets featured a lot uh-huh. in The Sopranos. He went to the yeah. pharmacy in Wanchung Plaza. He was shot right outside yeah. of Crazy Rhythms. Uh, mm-hmm. His son is dating a teenager who goes to Montclair High School, and yeah. uh, the ice cream scene was a, a town over in, in uh, two towns over in Bloomfield. So Bloomfield Holstein, yeah, Holstein. and you know their home, West Caldwell, is right up Bloomfield Avenue. Oh. All right. Yeah, Bluefield Avenue On is the, the main show, strip so that goes through several Montclair. towns. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you mean about the shows. I, I feel like, uh, you know, it, the the kind of appeal of television is that this might get canceled at any moment. This, you know, this is mm-hmm. such a crazy premise. And when they just guarantee a full season, it's just kind of, right. well, we have this long story arc and we're going to hit it. It's like, yeah, well, I don't have to watch yeah. it. There was lots of pressure last time to keep them riveted every... Okay, so, so this is it. She's complaining about walking in heels. She gets bicked by a boa constrictor, which everyone knows is not poisonous. Uh, Taylor tries to tell her that and explains it. She goes, suck out the poison. And then for some reason, Taylor starts doing that. It's not clear. See? Why yeah. would he do it if He's going you know, down it's on not... But, but he isn't going down on her, you know? It's kind of... So then they come by and we have a comedic moment. He goes, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Head of the class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can explain. He's smiling like he doesn't have hair between his teeth. <laughs> now Lydia's like, you tricked me, blah, blah, blah. They still don't like each other yet. So oh this is the moment in which uh, Skunk goes, I'll make a deal with this. I'm sick of these losers. I'll make a deal with the rebels. He's saying that out loud. Uh, yes, he is saying it out loud. Uh, trying to look up his name again. His name's Kirkland. It's Patrick Weathers. He's a yeah, he was one, the one who was in Wall Street, the movie. Okay. See, there he is at the rebel camp. And he's like, I, I, 
I'm changing sides. Okay, I'm with you guys now. We just watched 20 minutes of people popping out of nowhere and getting shot, but he just walks in there and they're like, "Let's right. let's make him prisoner." Yeah, not let's kill him. See, he's talking to the boss. Here's my resume. Uh, I've worked for years at Budford Servicing, but I'm ready to give and my I'm services to you. I'm prepared to offer you one million dollars in gold. Each, each, each. <laughs> uh, the old job interview sketch. Hello, so I see you like to be uh, interviewed for a job interview. Yes, sir, that's the premise. <laughs> I see. Well, why do you want to work for Wacky Premise? Well, sir. I've always seen myself. Okay, so <laughs> now is when the blind girl starts to feel like, you've saved me, you've helped me. And I think the joke is she can't see how fat and ugly he is. But of course she can feel it, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, she thinks he's Bed Grimm, the thing. <laughs> Good one. What was her name? It was Chastity, Clarity. Yeah, Clarity or something like that. Wasn't she like uh, her dad was a villain? Or some crap like that? Listen, I don't think Lydia. it could have been. I no. read the whole series. No, you're right, but... I read a very funny comic. Uh, Marvel did a, a take on uh, where uh, all she does for art is uh, do picture uh, bust of the thing, and she becomes a cake designer, mm-hmm. and all she does is bust of the thing. Because <laughs> in the comic, that she would she would do like sculptures of the thing just based on touch. All right. Well, whatever. What a weird. No, I liked her character. She had a weird name. Yeah. Now, what we're seeing here is. Is Lydia like saying to Taylor, that's the first time you ever call me Lydia. Oh, do you like it? I do like it. And now they decide they like each other. At least we don't have to sit around in total darkness. I've always loved food. Now, you see those boots? Yeah. This is that scene. They were heels. She was walking through, and she's like, somebody, go help her. Look, she's going to twist her ankle. I got a <laughs> 70-year-old woman here. She's like, ah! Fuck you, I'm in my $69. That's great. See, something funny came out of this movie. Mm-hmm. What are the trauma movies that I sit through? Uh. Okay, now, in this scene, we're showing your tits, okay? All right, <laughs> roll And tits. It's a little dark for Places some Places, people, ready the tits, and... What's she doing? Oh, they're making out? This is good music to have sex with because you could concentrate on the song. Right? Like you, Yeah, oh, that song grinds and you go with the beat. She likes it. Oh, boy. Yeah. We've all been there. I usually keep the radio on so I can don't ejaculate. I'm like, listen to the song. Listen to the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, why are you playing the baseball game? Trust me. Playing the what? Say that again. Why are we listening to baseball? Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. Like I could see. Remember that little baseball game you used to play with your thumbs? Why are you playing baseball? Believe me, honey. It's for your enjoyment. <laughs> You'll thank me. Hum, 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 hum. I'm in level 36. Hum, hum. Ammo? <laughs> to make you invisible. 
This is the morning. The next morning. Oh, I didn't even see him. I guess he was in camouflage. Oh right. Yeah, it's really important in this movie to use camouflage. The thing is, it's dumb. I mean, your brown hair is there, your white <laughs> arms, you know what I mean? Either you're going to get shot or you're going to move your arms around and fall off a building in slow motion, or you're not. doesn't matter if your face You aren't is really camouflaged because you put camouflage on your face. Yeah. The worst part Walking is... Walking around with two legs, brown pants. You got to put, like, green camo all over your body and then digitize your privates. It's a big, big hassle. Why don't we listen? This looks like Gilligan's Island. Why don't we listen to one? I know you can hear me. I'm Bill Earl Jennings, the commander here on the Isle de Providencia. I have spoken with your (laughs) friend, Roger Kirkland, and I know he is telling the truth. Oh, Who? What's? Oh, we don't know each other's names. Kirkland. Okay, so. All right. As you know, this is a plot to take over America. They think right. that their plot was discovered, and so commandos came here and did a pretend plane crash to sneak in and infiltrate or some crap, and oh. so they think. They're not really survivors of a plane crash. They're some commando outfit. That's what they thought this whole premise. I should have told you that. Well, yeah, now now that I have to rewatch this movie. <laughs> See? The favor I did you? Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, so here's the... Uh, they're talking on an intercom system that everyone could hear in the, in the jungle. And now the traitor is even talking. This time he's not cunning widows and orphans. He's got me to deal with. All right. Consider yourself a goddamn rare she's guard if you like. She's pretend Spanish. I mean, she must be ethnically Spanish, but she's, an, you know. Yeah. 100% honky American. A <laughs> 100% girl. <laughs> I am not a 100%. Listen to my fake voice. All right. So are they going to infiltrate the camps? Are they going to? Yeah. Yeah. And blow it up. Yeah, yeah. So wait, do you think they're going to shoot guns at them and throw lobby mm-hmm. grenades? Causing yeah, they'll do other explosions? stuff like cut out someone's tongue. Yeah. I'm going to dislocate your shoulder. Why? We haven't done it yet. Do you think like one of the cast members yells bingo when someone's shoulder gets cast? He goes, <laughs> I got uh, shoulder uh, dislocation, uh, death by, just uh, all the various deaths. You could just do a bingo board. Bingo card. Okay, these people are going to a boat, and they will float to United States to get dropped off. Oh, they're going to. And they will infiltrate the society. And they each, yeah, they each have their own little orders. I am going to. I'm going to go to the leading dairy farms and cut off the cow supply. (laughs) You know, it's like. Each one has their own little plot. I'm going to get rid of the electrical grid in Philadelphia. The service industry is brutal. This gig, good tech. uh, All right. So what our heroes realize is, if we blow up that boat, we wreck a large part of their plan. But they'll never get off the island. I don't know about that. Water slicing. 
there's this guy and he like lost his wife and he's good friends with the 69 year old woman and he's like I have nothing to live for so I'm going to drive a I'm going to drive a car of explosives into the boat now what doesn't make sense is the boat takes off yeah like he'd have to jump yeah in slow motion and then Waylon Jennings has to stop you and say do you think he'll make the boat we'll find out (laughs) Just a good old boy. It's like those trouble boys are in trouble. They're reeling though. That show is not on reruns. They pulled in that Hazard show. County. It should be. It's fun. No, TV Land. It's the the Confederate flag on the car. The General Lee. Oh, is that why? Yep. The thing is that all these uh, shows are on like TV Land and not Nick at Night. I don't think they do that anymore. But all these, they're out there. But you never watch them. You never watched it. Right, they never watched them. But you could. They actually did pull Dukes of Hazzard. They actually did pull Cosby Show. And they, uh... But you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. But at that point, they're on, like, some Well, it just comforts me. Like, I don't really want to watch it. I know that I could check out (laughs) I Dream of Genie if I wanted to. You're like, hey, can you also uh, stop airing mash reruns just so I could sleep at night? (laughs) (laughs) There was a moment in my life where there was no more mash reruns. You know, I think they were showing it on the Hallmark Channel, but I felt this great relief off my shoulders that I will never have to watch a rerun of that. Yeah, (laughs) it's over. It got to the point in which you're like, "Yeah, I've seen this one. Yeah, I've seen this one. Yeah, I've seen this one." (laughs) They would air of like three times a day, and then while the show was still on the air, and then you would watch a new episode. Just got too much. Big Bang Theory is the same I used way. to love, like, when... I used to love MASH at first, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, Hawkeye would give me a headache. <laughs> he's Groucho March. He'll never shut up. It was just like, a, here's a story about a war that took several years, and the show was on for, like, 12 years. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, no, this isn't Vietnam. No, it's no, not. No, 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 no. This is not modern-day parable. We're not making commentary on Vietnam. No. No. There was this spinoff show with uh, BJ Honeycutt, whatever it was, and the he was a, a doctor in Chicago, some crap. I don't right. know. And this guy who had been in Nam showed up uh, and was this like uh, helper doctor, whatever assistant, and he was saying, "You guys were like a legend to us." I mean, it's just not possible, you know. Oh yeah, you <laughs> Korean doctors. What you did during the war before our war was great. Right. Which we never even met. The war in the 1950s, right? Here I am in 1973. No, it was a flimsy premise. What was that show? That was, uh, it was uh, Trapper John. Trapper John MD, right. Not BJ Honeycutt. BJ Honeycutt might have been the actor, right? No. Well... I know that this. Well, no, the uh, the original partner for Pierce went away. Yeah. And BJ came. Along. Right. BJ Honeycutt. BJ Honeycutt. I don't know. I'm glad that show. Uh... <laughs> that show is buried. And, you know, it'd always be like uh, you talk about like character actors who appear in shows. It'd be like guys who show up in Police Academy. All the sergeants in Police Academy <laughs> played like sergeants in the war, Korean War, and Mash. Right. Jamie Farr is is like associated with Mash and Father Radar O'Reilly. Well, there was Actually, like the uh, no, Father. There was a guy like George. There was a couple of like mugs 
that you would recognize, you know, as the second tier people like, what do you mean? Like whether Mm -hmm. they were victims of uh, patients or they were just like military men on mass, they would always be these character actors and they would always be these old white guys, you know, it was funny. I I don't know. I'm glad the mass is over, man. If it was here right now, I would match it. I bet you it's on YouTube. I, I'm sure you can watch Mash reruns on YouTube. Oh, smash, mash. So we're we're talking over just shooting and people falling I know, out of watchtowers. Yeah. Look at them. How many bodies? Six hundred twenty something. This is six fifteen, yeah, right? Yeah. There's, there's about twelve dead bodies on the screen right now while people are shooting. Well, I mean, we'll play it through. See how it goes. It's so funny that there's only 270-something corpses. Right. Well, how many people? This must have been a big fucking military ground. Look, you see how the director just swept from right to left and had everyone go down? Yeah. Oh, dude. (laughs) That was like a gymnastic move. He jumped on a trampoline, clearly. They're just showing scene after scene of shot, of people getting shot. Now, he says this is his answer to Reagan-era Rambo kind of movies. But I don't think it's an answer. I think it's an exploitation. You know, we'll do it, too. We'll do it ridiculously. <laughs> He's doing the style where he does pan the camera left to right, and you get to see the victim's choreography fall, you know, and sink. Yeah. That's the right word, Mike. Choreography. Yeah, well, I mean, it's usually you add sound effects or special effects to it, and so it doesn't look like, you know, you ever see, like, without the special effects, it's just some guy who falls. <laughs> but then they add the, the gunfire and the sound of it, the bullet hitting, and and it looks like, oh, yeah, it's possible. We saw a movie where the guy got shot, but there was no sound effect. <laughs> well, you see that? You see that joke? Yeah, he's hiding in the... He's... All the ladies came out, and each got their own shot, and then he went out and went, whoa, forget it. <laughs> Look at her. Yeah, so she's good. She's, she's got a the 69-year-old grandma, right? And you saw the blind one says, it doesn't matter I'm blind. Just point me in their direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, way to go, ladies, pulling their weight. Now, the lead singer in the Bearded Clam, uh-huh. I thought he died. But he shows up in this scene. He's, part, he's one of, maybe not this scene, I, I really remember him dying, but he's not. He's part no, of the he's film. Alive. Oh, and then they finally blew up that that watchtower so the last guy could fall out of it. Yeah, blew up the base. Roll, and roll them. Okay. okay, you're all on fire. I would hate to be a stuntman on fire. I know it's a living, but please. Oh, he he's just, look. They're in the. Outhouse. Are they in the back? Why are their pants? I don't get that. What that, was that? Oh, that was like a, a latrine, a back room, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> you see the sex joke? Yeah. They rubbed their gun nuzzles together. They nuzzled. Oh man, how well, many people? Well, that's not what I saw. So there's like. I saw a... a... Oh, go ahead, Carl. Please. Did you see that jump flip you just did? Yeah, that's I ridiculous. I think it was a back backwards backflip. Reversed. But how many people were in the watchtower? Like, I've seen 12 people fall out of a watchtower, and they already (laughs) blew up one. Right, but the whole gang was up there. Yeah. Like, once a week, they meet for their quilting club. Yeah, they were playing Pinochle at the time of the uh, battle. 
I've done that before. I peed on my knuckles. It's embarrassing. That's not how you play a pinochle. He wants, he wants to play pinochle? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gross. That's, dude, you're so uncouth. This guy is Look, not. Listening. I have the internet too. I've seen Pinochle films, but I'm not doing it for real. Yeah, uh, it's no game. Give me that hovercraft, you who's on my side. Is that the hovercraft from the beginning of the movie? It must be. I don't think they could afford two. <laughs> That's sort of three million went two hoverboards. <laughs> How else are we gonna? That's have? funny you say that because we know where the two. We've been watching where the three million. You know, this guy's on fire and that guy flips <laughs> backwards. If the movie's like two close to two hours, it's just probably cost them three million to go that long. Oh, she's yeah. got a grenade oh. herself. Grenade. Grenade. Then he goes, "Oh no, there's no way I can jump out of here or reach back and get that." <laughs> Ooh. Help! Hurry up, grenade! Blow up! These grenades make you go in slow motion. Like once grenade. you see it, you go, "Oh no!" Hiya, chop. Oh, you oh, cut my! You kicked me in my pretend balls. Wow, he really did beat her up. Oh, he's got the machete. No, he says to her, "With a pair like those, you ought to be able to keep them." And <laughs> he lets her live. Oh, okay. But not for long. All these dead bodies lying around. I don't know if Lydia I'm... takes care of her. Oh no, right in her. Oh, my tits. My booby. And roll them. I am acting. I am acting. <laughs> okay, now there's the bad guy boat, and all the infiltrators are on it, and it's time to blow it up. Hi, uh, I'm here for the Law and Order audition. Yeah, this is the Law and Order audition. Uh, you're you going to read a piece? Yeah, I'm going to read my piece from Trauma's War. Uh, okay. Ah! You yeah. shot me in my boobie! Oh. I'm dying. Look out! Ah, my boob. Okay, thank you. We'll call you. Yeah, punch. He's, Camera look, punch. she's choking him with the onesie, the baby onesie. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, that's another poor He just died. Look. I always see stuff. Oh, he, he died from that strangulation. Sit up in your seat. He's not really What's dead. That? He's still alive. <sighs> you know what? It doesn't help to have an erection in that scene. <laughs> Wait, you uh, to, as a viewer or him? Both. <laughs> yeah, as him. That was the third take. It's like, okay, she's gonna uh, suffocate you with a onesie. Don't have an erection this time. Thank you. <laughs> She gets, but it's hard, Director Kaufman. She gets on top of me and she's yeah. grinding. Oh no! They shot the camo guy. That was a Rick. lucky shot. Yeah. I thought nobody was in front of me. Look, she throws him the the gun yeah. and pretends I'm a Spanish person. Oh, she's playing that with the bombs and like boom. maracas or something. She's doing flamenco. It's a little. Yeah. She's the most pre- pretend Hispanic person ever. I'm insulted by people. All right. 
There she goes. Oh, the show. Ay, caramba, cucaracha! Every time a hero gets shot, they have to do it in slow motion. Everyone else just falls down. Yep. A lot of shooting. She's clearly from the country of South America. Well, I don't see their police force. What's up with that? I don't see a neighbor going, not in my backyard. I'm going to this file a This is a deserted complaint. island. Oh, now, really? Look, There's if dessert? everyone was really shooting in on him like that, they would accidentally shoot each other. Uh, yes, the the round robin shooting firing range. Yeah. Yeah, dumbasses. This movie's now totally unrelated. He's still talking. Oh my uh, god. A fallen hero. A fallen hero. This music is just terrible. With his watch. Yeah, I guess we got him. There's such overkill. Well, he got shot. You know what 20 I mean? It's like 25 guys for that one guy. Yeah. And he still had a crawl to his death. That Rick Washburn who just died uh, on the DVD extras, he's got a three-minute look back at some of the firearms used during the filming. And the DVD thing says that you visit Washburn's walk-in gun vault. Huh. I wonder if that's online. I want to check out his gun vault. It's a real thing. He's like into... I told you he won that fishing contest. Yeah, 1973. Yes, Grandpa, you told me. <laughs> you want to fish? That was a proud day. Back then, men would fish by with spears. Did you, did, did, oh, Grandpa? Are you grandpa. talking about the time you won that queer fishing uh, competition? Spear no. fishing. Queer fishing. Yeah, it was the North American free diving spear fishing for lemon shark <laughs> yeah. caught in the British Islands. Nineteen seventy-three. <laughs> 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 for a Tuesday I'm sorry I forgot Grandpa. Yeah. I'm sorry I forgot that's, that's a very specific award now the be- the the Frady Cat finally comes out see and yeah. he's saving their ass cause he's Rambo he's shooting everybody on pew Whoa, pew do a flip can you do somersault he somersault <laughs> do a jumping jack can you jack. do catwalk jumping jack Okay, yeah, your mortal coil wheel. is going to disappear when a bullet fatally hits you. Do a somersault! <laughs> oh, cool. He found a new gun. <laughs> Look, one, two, three, four, five, six. Mow Did, down six dudes. No, seven dudes. Six bullets, seven okay, dudes. Now look. That guy was like, I have nothing to live for, so I'm going to drive the explosives in. He got killed. So this guy's saving the day. And he's he gonna, took over the car, and he's going to kill the boat. So he's going to fly in slow motion to the boat? <laughs> Look at yeah, it fell right into a boat. No, not my feet! Oh, he ran over yes. my feet! No, not my feet! Oh, now people are jumping yes, on the truck. Yes. Got it. All right. Boat. Are we done with this movie yet? Or do we have 14 more stunts to watch? He's digging them. He throw it. But he's not throwing it, see? Oh, he's just going to let himself boom. He's right by the yeah. boat's leaving. Are they going to blow up a boat? That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. $3 okay. million. Dollars. Boat's in the water. I better gun it. Whoa. Look at it. Get aside. Move aside. Now nobody's there. Funny. Just so happens to be a ramp right here. Ramp. 
and the, look how many people went into that little little boat. The boat blew now, up look, before. You it think hit. a grenade did that? Come on. The boat blew up before the truck hit it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And he's like, "This is our proudest moment. This is our best feature. This is." And maybe it is. I, I mean. And they show our hero who had fallen during this movie. A memory of yeah, all the films. Yeah, all the. Uh, all the people on the plane who died. Right in the beginning. Yeah, right in the beginning. Yeah. This was actually in the Oscars in memorial footage for the year. <laughs> All the people who died in this film. Oh, look, there's Remember your... when the six-year-old held a gun on a priest, remember? Yeah, I remember. God, I wish they were It's look, fun, look back. Look, it's the $6 dollars you spent on Blockbuster. They're not coming back. <laughs> remember that 500-pound extra who got to be in roles in the film because he liked it? He's not coming back. Oh, it's bad guy. Listen, I wouldn't say that guy was so fat, but when he sat around the house, he actually couldn't afford a house. He had to sit around his apartment. <laughs> oh, and one guy's left. Oh, yeah, there's the diehard yuppie. Right, yep. The traitor, as it were. Now, look, Rick's still not dead. Rick is still <laughs> not dead. Rick, if we were keeping count, was a guy who was shot by several people in a round circle. So look at what diehard guy does. Yeah, I'll just step Isn't on. it supposed to be that the bad guy loses, right? Oh, the bad guy wins? No, I, I don't buy it. Oh, there's secret spy person, and oh. there's the girl brigade. Yeah, from like... Oh, good, I'm glad they're The babyless mother. Guys, I can explain. Like I can I, explain. I, I went undercover. I infiltrated the camp. I, I made a deal. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, I infiltrated. Yeah. I, I, I told them I would be go to their weddings... I listened to their timeshare pitches. What did you do? Listen to their guys. This wasn't a picnic. Did they pitch me for <laughs> four hours? Sure, I had a free lunch, they but know. at what cost? He just what? He just tapped him on the shoulder, gave him a look, Vulcan. Is she sucking her thumb? I don't get this. Like she's emotionally, she likes it or something. Oh. Everything's gross. Now, blind girl was just feeling her his ear, and remember he was cutting off people's ears. Right. Cut off oh, his own ear. So she's crying because she remembers the guy who cuts off people's ears. That must be him. <laughs> he was a great guy. What a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was his birthday today too. I got him he an ear. Make those puns. Yeah. I hear you. Can't hear you. Ear, ear, ear. He used to say during tears. Ear guy. Your pro claims are falling on deaf ears, believe me. Yeah, they deaf ain't ears. Connected to nothing. <laughs> okay. Ain't connected to nothing. Trauma, trauma war roll call. Ear guy. Ear. 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 <laughs> ear. <laughs> oh, is this the end of this movie? No, she's sucking her thumb. Is she missing the bait? Oh, look. Oh, there's a baby after all. Baby with the gun. Can't you see he was just and in, in like a tent with a stroller? Did the baby? Did you hear the kid said, "Mommy, you talk now." <laughs> this was uh, Mary, the Olsen twins' greatest moment. Is that Zodiac or, or uh, Cody? That's or that? uh, Mary Kate. That's Mary, Mary Kate. Kate. Okay. Look how Mary Kate watches the 
we can't see it right now, but she was looking at all the people around, you know, with the camera. Oh, yeah, sure. Terrible actor. The baby is the worst. <laughs> Out of all the bad acting, that baby the really. six-year-old girl. A six-year-old girl was pretty bad. Oh, where, there she is, too. Where, where, where? I'll be your mommy. Oh, she just Did nabs you kill that kid. Tree? Yeah, she just nabbed a kid like they nabbed her kid. She didn't learn anything. Yeah. This music is, goes from like bad guitar to bad synth. Hey, it's that guy. This is like our epilogue. Everybody's dead but us. <laughs> <laughs> Look how he's affectionately thrusting his pelvis. I think this movie ends with them saying, no sequel, no sequel, yay. Look, see, blonde girl, blind girl joke. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, see, we're almost close. Mm. Well, so, everything's two right. couples get together, and oh. old lady's just the grandma to everybody. She doesn't have a squeeze. Mm. I love how they're just surrounded by dead bodies. Like, can they just leave the dead body brigade? Can they just go like a hundred yards away from that? People are really laying around them. Like, this guy's bleeding out. That guy's had a stroke. Yeah, that guy's. You know what I mean? Like, that. this guy's like, water, please, water. They're having hugs and. Now, why is I that, this you. guy's in blackface too? We should mention. All right, so that, it's done. Look, that guy, I mean, seriously. No. Yay, we did it. Yay, we did it. Listen, we, listen to this. Director Kaufman and his buddy, his other director, was his name? Mark? Michael Hertz. Mike, okay. No, he, no, he was the author, I think. No, he also co-directed. My, yeah, Michael Hertz, right, you're right. Mitchell Dana was the co-author with Lloyd Kaufman, it says here. With Terry Southern and Buck Henry. They they accomplished their goal, right? They pushed our buttons. Right, they, oh uh, yeah. They emote. There was they a kept story. kept watching. Yeah. A few I, times we were turned off, but... I guess that makes this a good trauma film, because they did it. Without a doubt. Okay, now, see all the bodies laying there? Yeah. Yeah, There's there's a little... I don't want to ruin it, but okay. let's count them. All right, so one body, two bodies, ah, 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 three dead bodies, Four, ah, ah, ah. What's depressing five. Sesame Street? Oh, is that the count? Yeah, yeah let's count the dead bodies. Depressing Sesame Street ever. <laughs> one dead body, ah, ah, two oh, cadavers, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the worst is Cookie Monster's fucking them. Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> New York City, New York City. Special thanks to New York City. Thank you. Do they show, where do they soldiers. shoot this? Brooklyn, New York. Also featuring. <coughs> their their okay, music so is Okay, so I'm up to nine dead bodies. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, uh, 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 ten dead bodies. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, Um, eleven. Thanks to. Dead bodies. CNC Cola. <coughs> CNC Cola? What? Yeah, I love that drink. Okay, wait, look. Now you can really see. 14, 15, 16. And I can't tell if those are shadows. Now watch what happens to the corpses. All right, I'm watching. Oh, they all get up and wave. Thanks for watching the movie. Bye. Bye. We stood here for five minutes for your entertainment. 
I did the whole credit. M C M L X X V I I I Oh my goodness gracious! Holy yep, shit! that happened. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we just watched Troma's War. Sorry, I trailed off there, but that was tough to watch. I have to say, uh, Carl, what you but think of the movie? But for most of it, they did it for. Was it? For most of the film, they had me engaged. You know, I think I got turned off by the aid stuff. I got turned off by the rape, and then I started to, you know, and then it was just kill him, kill him, kill him. And the thing is, we missed great stuff because it's like, okay, in this scene, you're going to get your legs run over. Like, that was just, like, a, a to the side instead of making it a featured thing. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. That was just part of the, <laughs> the background. A lot of opportunity. Like, we're going to make you jump up onto the roof and do a forward flip. <laughs> Lots of good <laughs> gems in there. All right. Yeah, I guess it was a good trauma film. <laughs> it was pretty dumb, but it wasn't stupid, stupid. It wasn't poultry, guys, the ch- chicken movie. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Carl and I are going to, we have a very special movie next week. And uh, by very special, it's two hours and 50 minutes. Uh, Okay. Yeah. What's up with that? How are we going to handle that? Why don't we, because next next week I have to cut it short anyway. Why don't we watch like an hour, 70 minutes? We'll watch the movie beforehand. We'll pick a good scene to stop and we'll just make it a two-parter. Okay. So it's a two-parter. Yes. Um, didn't you say Paul was out next week and we could start an hour early? Oh, we could. Well, we could do that. All right. You know what? Uh, no, next, it won't next work. Week, it's a podcast. Next week I have to leave, but the following week after that we could watch the whole movie in, in its entirety because currently on the schedule there's no show following us. Okay, but would we wreck up our podcast because no. you'd download us and you'd only hear half? Or well, no, we yeah, you would only long. hear half, and then we and then we would have to we we would have a separate recording of the whole thing. But for our listeners, oh, they would get cut off. It, so you can get a cough. lost episode. Why don't we just do this in two parts? Okay. okay. All right. Uh, let's watch the trailer. It's called "The Trial of Billy Jack." It's a you know Billy Jack. Um, there was <clears throat> Billy Jack was like a um, a seventies not really kung fu guy. He was all about peace and love. Yeah, and he would kick some ass to make things right again. That's exactly right. He was from a movie called The Born Losers, and then his character had his own film called Billy Jack. And Billy Jack goes to Washington, and Billy the Return of Billy Jack. And this is one of them. This is this is a sequel that was two hours and fifty minutes. Here's the trial of Billy Jack, <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer. Oh, this, is some, this is a homemade trailer. Uh, I don't so know. So the song is like their homemade thing? Yeah, and there's like the, the font is like computer graphics. Let me try this one uh-huh. instead. No, it's the same one. Damn it. Here, we'll try this one. Good thing I'm prepared. Take this right foot. Okay, this sounds authentic. And I'm gonna whop you on that side of your face. You wanna know something? There's not a damn thing you're gonna be able to do about it. Really? Really? Alright, go ahead, kick him. Ooh. Billy Jack's a total asshole. Yeah. 
in the name of peace and love. Yeah, I know. That makes him an even bigger asshole. I know, because it's like a scam. He's fronting. He's like, I'm I'm an asshole, but I'm a peace and harmony asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm nice to my friend. It's going to happen. And all your worry in the world isn't going to change that. Believe me. <laughs> Naughty ass things he says. My religion, my nonviolence, the kids, that's all I have left now. <laughs> The number of years she's gonna have to carry in her memory the savagery of this idiotic moment of yours. I just go bizarre. <laughs> Ooh, pot smoking. The red ones mean stop, right? Right. <laughs> Keeps you on your toes, eh? <laughs> I don't think you better pull up to the intersection. <laughs> Just testing you. You worked with King, didn't you? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, this is. Uh, I can't wait to watch this. So we should, let's recommend our listeners to uh, watch the trial of Billy Jack, all two hours and fifty minutes of it, and we're gonna watch this movie in two two parts. Sounds like a better idea. That's great. And that way, like, we could stop it. I think that was Howard Hessman, by the way, the pot smoker. An Indian isn't afraid to okay. die. Don't ever I'll know by next time. <laughs> Les Nessman as pot smoker. Hey, Billy! He's not Les Nessman. He's uh, Captain Midnight, wasn't right? What would you call him? Ha- Howard Nessman? Yeah. He was Venus Flytrap. He was Venus Flytrap. <clears throat> I'll know by next time. I, okay. I guess I don't. I'm not up on. Go ahead and teach your friends. Do it in the name of. There won't be any trumpets blowing. One Billy Jack rides away. Oh, this is a trailer for Billy Jack, not the trial of Billy Jack. God damn it! Well, we got a sense <laughs> that's a Billy Jack when I was over the dude. Okay, the okay. There's the trial of. No, that's not a trailer either. No, it's, it's notoriously bad movie, and it's two hours and fifty minutes. It makes Steven Seagal's on on Deadly Ground look like a a, a loving compared to the heavy handedness mm-hmm. of it. So we're gonna watch that movie. It's a it's a famous three hour bad movie, and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait next week to do it, uh, Carl. We're gonna get out of here, and I'm gonna replay your beautiful. Yeah. Uh, uh, mini radio song at the you end know of this too. I don't know. I don't know. The more I hear that song, the more I think it's like the first draft. Like it doesn't okay. sound. It's not there yet. And Pam didn't jump out of her seat and say, "We got to put this on a promo." Well, she, she said, no, no, we already did, she did the just did the promo like a day before. But yeah, I think but, we're I, I think mean, we're re- we're doing a new promo. <laughs> but she didn't go stop the presses. Stop the, well, anyway. the promo presses. <laughs> <laughs> My plan was that it would be a chant that a crowd could do. So I think I could do it better, but I don't know. I do it with my son. He's off to college. I don't know. All right. All right. Billy Jack. 
Billy Jack the goes trial the of. trial of Billy Jack will be a movie we're going to watch it in two parts because it's two hours and 50 minutes uh, long so we, we hope to do that and we hope to get our Twitch account ready our channel set up uh, Carl that sucks is Carl's uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. personal website any good shows coming up no, I have a bringer on Monday night. I actually was able to squeeze, twist five arms. The guy uh, promised me a Saturday at 10.30 at, at, uh, at Dangerfields if I bring six people. And uh, I'm going to bring five. I don't know. All right. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Someone go and say that you're a friend of Carl's and have, have him do you. Yeah. One person. One person, please. If you listen- Monday the 20th. 